Hello and welcome to Gravitas Wins Conversations. I'm your host, Joseph Jude. Getting a customer is a challenge. Relatively speaking, delighting a customer and converting them into a repeat customer is easier. That's the theme of our conversation today. I have Kavita, a seasoned customer success manager. We are going to discuss examples, metrics, challenges of running a customer success program. Hope you find this conversation useful as well as insightful. Before we jump in, can I request you to subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review and share this podcast with your fellow business leaders. Let's dive in. Hello, Kavita. Welcome to the conversation. Hi, Joseph. Thank you for having me here. Let's start with this, Kavita. How do you define customer success? What is, what is the definition? What's the meaning of that? See, customer success means uh, a lot of things to a lot of different people. But uh, in its core sense, it is uh, how you use your uh, product or service to help the customer achieve business objectives. So that's, that's in terms of a uh, regular business-related definition. But uh, personally, if I have to simplify it, there are two, way, two ways to look at it. One is customer success is when you make the customer look good and feel good. So look good is when you're trying to, let's say, for example, you're uh, talking to a customer, right? The customer, what is the customer's end business objective? That he or she should look good in front of their management, in front of their customers. So are you helping them do that? So that is what I mean by saying look good. Feel good is customer experience. Is the customer really happy, delighted to be working with you? So I would make it very simple and say customer success is nothing but when you make a customer look good and feel good. Fantastic. Very simplified, very actionable also. Yes. Uh, Before we go into that definition and unpack that particular definition, where does customer success managers or champions fit in between sales, marketing, delivery? Where do they fit in? See, earlier, if you take, say, about 20 years back, right, when you had products, when you had, say, Microsoft coming and shrink-wrapped boxes, right, if you remember those days. So, yeah, (laughs) I've seen that too. So, you had a salesperson who would sell to the customer. There's a marketing, marketing also has evolved quite a bit, who used to do your advertising, who used to do your ensuring that the customer is aware of your product, hold events. And then you had your product, your delivery, and so on and so forth. But customer success is something that has come in relatively in the last 10 years or so. More recently in India, a customer success is like a common thread across these functions, right? It would be like, in simple terms, like salt in your uh, food, right? Customer success is the common thread amongst all these functions. Okay. So you talked about two aspect of customer success look good feel good yes now in that particular sense what metrics would you drive there what metrics would say Mm -hmm. that customer is successful because feeling is kind of not objectively qualified right or or quantified so Mm -hmm. what metrics would would you track a customer success Mm -hmm. manager would track to say yes I am successful as a customer success manager and the customer is also feeling good and looking good in front of their customers and managers. Okay, two two primary metrics. One, of course, is the net promoter score, 
which is basically on a scale of 0 to 10 where the customer is asked whether would you would you recommend me to someone else uh, would you recommend me to another customer so that's the core of it and that's a metric that's between the 0 to 10 there are 0 to 6 is your detractors what we call detractors who are not really so happy with the experience with the product with the service and then there is 7 and 8 where they are what you would call as passives so those are who like you but they are not your great champions or brand ambassadors 9 and 10 are your promoters right so th- those are the people who are really happy with the product and service are getting the best out of the product getting able to achieve their business outcomes getting the best business value it is this percentage of the percentage of promoters minus the percentage of detractors that gives you a net promoter score so that is that is something that will give you an objective view of is the customer actually looking good and getting the right business outcomes for you to get for him or her to actually talk about your product or service and recommend it to another customer feel good is nothing but your csat scores which is which is more or less see nps is a long term relationship it's based on a long term relationship score how how well you have been interacting with the client what are the outcomes they're getting out of it whereas a seed set score is more or less an instance driven right like you have you have a problem you had an issue you you raised a ticket for example and it was resolved well so then you have that again is measured with whether the customer was normally on a scale of 1 to 5 whether its customer was extremely satisfied or extremely dissatisfied right so these are the two particular metrics which are very very i would say essential in a customer success manager's role primarily nps which is long term okay so let's drive from this particular metric <clears throat> i want to get 10 out of 10 okay and even on csat i want to get as high as possible how does how do i backtrack from these particular metrics what processes what tools should i put in in my company to ensure that i get the top scores in these things um so typically the tools that people use for nps scores or your csat scores are your regular surveys and these can be automated either you you can send them through your regular email routes to your customer or you can have a regular your crm which you know, automates your nps drives right so these are these are two basic tools simple surveys with the uh, questions that you want to ask and end of the day which gives you a quantifiable score like like you rightly said feelings are something that unless you are able to quantify them right it's not going to make sense in the business context so these scores with the surveys used in these tools is a great uh, way to measure how the customer is feeling and looking good okay so you have talked about that measurement which is an event <clears throat> right so you you also talked about the csat score can be measured after a particular event the ticket is solved properly right. and so on and so forth but i am also interested in the process that we need to put in to delight the customer so that i get the highest score so what kind of process like say somebody puts a product company yes i mean how they are using the product and everything but then is there any touch point how often can you touch base with the customer so what is the process that we need to have on an ongoing basis mm-hmm. to get these high scores 
Okay. Uh, so customer success is not a one-time activity, right? Mm. It's an ongoing activity and that's happening throughout the year, right from onboarding the customer. That is when you're introducing the customer to your product or your service, educating them on how to use it. That's the first step where you need to, without the customer knowing what your product is capable of doing, it's they can't move further. The second step would be in terms of are, are they using or adopting your product, right? That is very key because if they're not going to use the product, not going to use that particular capability, they're not going to get the best, right, out of the solution and they're not going to meet their business objectives. So do you have all your users? Are they all trained? Have do they Are they aware of the features of the product, the capabilities of the product? Are they using it regularly, right? It's not like somebody goes in once in three months, four months, just sees the platform and comes out. Are they using it regularly? And is it able to achieve, help them achieve their business outcomes? Thirdly is the regular reviews that happen. A customer success manager's role is to be in front of the customer. Okay, the external customer. And then there are also internal customers. We can talk about them a little later. But in terms of reviews, constantly understanding are you, are you, what is the customer's problem? Are you helping them solve the problem? Where are they today? Uh, are you assessing that? Has the utilization gone down? What more features they can use? How can they better utilize, get the best ROI, right? ROI in terms of a customer's terminology. Are they able to get their return of, on investment of putting X number of rupees or dollars in your product? Are they able to get that return? Reviews are very essential for that. They can be monthly business reviews, quarterly business reviews, which talk about your metrics, right? In terms of what's the utilization rate? Where are the, where are they lagging? Are you able to help them give some best practices which can help them move move ahead in the journey uh, and the users can actually can you give them some training material can you give them some additional collaterals which will uh, help them understand the product better are you giving them in terms of product roadmaps what are the new features coming you've been talking to us about xyz not available in your in your product are these features coming in the next three months in the next mm. six months so how how is it going to relate to your business uh, by uh, having these features Fourthly is also to have, of course, there is then the renewal phase where customers, because of them using all this, they are going to be renewing. And if there is the usage is wide and there's a good business case, there will be an ex expansion also. One more key component is, is the customer and your advocate, right? Your reference, right? Today, the cost of acquisition of a new customer is very high. Why are we doing all this? To ensure that the you're able to retain the customer existing customer, you're spending less in keeping them a customer and they are also able to refer. Now, today, if I were to come and tell you, Joseph, um, I, I, I ate at, say, Rameshwaram Cafe, okay, Bangalorean's favorite spot today. So, and I had the best masal dosa there. I mean, you would believe me more than, uh, than an ad which Rameshwaram uh, Cafe puts and says we have the best masal dosa, right? I mean, this is just uh, a, a very common example, but the reference, re reference really helps with customers. 
So, and then the net promoter score is typically once a year, done once a year, so that you get, there is also that time period that is there. Uh, so these are, and then you have your also very important executive business reviews, right? What's the difference between a salesperson and customer success? A salesperson is always hunting. Customer success manager is a farmer, mm. right? Customer success, you're constantly nurturing, nourishing the account. So having executive business reviews gives you more scope strategically to talk to these companies at a, at a company level, right? It's not only utilization of users at the ground level, but also as a company, what is your roadmap? What is your vision? Where are you looking at next year? What are your, what are your milestones that you wish to achieve? Can the product or solution help you? And a very important thing is also the voice of the customer, right? A customer success mm. manager is helps bring that voice out to their company internally. So if the there's been companies where I work where uh, they've actually had uh, training programs added based on the customers asked for it. So they have a question where the customer is asked, which is the next training course that you would like to have or what in what particular subject? Based on the number of votes that the customers have given, they've actually gone ahead and created a training program for that. Okay. From everything that you have talked about, <clears throat> seems like the customer success manager's job or customer success department's job goes through a lot of departments, yes. goes through a lot of sections. So typically, whom do they report to? How does this work? Okay, uh, so see, customer success is sometimes confused with either customer service or uh, mm. sales, right? Uh, in a very mature customer success organization, the ideal, the customer success manager will have a customer success either director and the at the uh, senior level, at the C-suite level, you'll have a customer, chief customer officer, right? Like you have a chief revenue officer, a chief sales officer for uh, the sales folks, you will have a chief customer officer. So ideally, the customer success manager should have this kind of a hierarchy and not get attached to sales. See, the function of sales is very different in in that way, right? It's it's to get business and it's to get focus more on new logos. It has its place. Whereas the function of a customer success manager is to retain the core role is to retain an existing customer, ensure that the customer gets the business outcomes and is also expanding, right? You're, you're getting more business from that uh, customer. Okay. Now, let's talk some examples. Can mm -hmm. you share with me some of the examples of very successful customer success in your experience or in the ones that you already uh -huh. know? Can you get, share me some of the examples? See, in terms of companies or initiatives? Companies in or initiatives or programs. Okay. So companies, Salesforce is the company that really got customer success started, right? They realized at one point that a large percentage of their customer, their business was coming from existing customers. Mm. So they decided to take the plunge and create this function and say, we are going to focus on our existing customers, on retaining them and put in a lot of effort there. Right. So, so that is one example that, I mean, that's, that's the company that really, there's another company, which is a personal favorite. It's called Gainsight, where they came, they came up with, it's a US-based company there in India too, 
again, they are more in terms of customer success and the kind of harbingers of getting customer success. What are the do's and don'ts? What are the roles? Again, the chief customer officer that we are talking of, what should be, is it, is it okay to really have a customer or it's okay if the customer doesn't align with you not to have them, right? So, and even the basics of the metrics and all that has got evolved through Gainsight. There are a lot of other companies today who are there in terms of a lot of SaaS companies follow the model. Okay. But uh, Salesforce is the uh, guru, the, guru. <laughs> the leader. Okay. What are the skill set for a customer success manager or team member? It doesn't have to be only okay. about the manager, yeah. but also team member. What are the skill set that they need to have? From, from everything you said, there seems to be a plethora of skills that they need to yes. master. Can you walk me through that? Sure, Joseph. This is one of my favorites. So, see, you need to be a collaborator, right? You need to be a people's person. Now, customer success manager, though the title says customer success, right? There are two types of customers that they need to interact with. One is, of course, the external customer. Uh, that's a no-brainer. But then there's also internal customers like the product team, the, the data analytics team, your, in terms of, what do you say, finance teams, if there's a problem with your invoice, right? Even up to the finance teams, your marketing teams. So one is collaboration. You need to be a people's person. You need to have data analytical skills to see your interpret data from what you may not be doing, creating the dashboards, but then you need to interpret that data and also talk to the client about it, right? Then there is one more thing in terms of with how good are you with people making feel people feel comfortable right there's a lot of empathy that is needed which which is a slightly underrated one in customer success but then your internal teams are struggling but your customer also is struggling you need to solve that problem for them but how do you get them uh, together so these are the key i would say skills needed as more and more i interview people and i more and more i talk and then i explore this skill set aspect Empathy is coming up often. Yes. Can you tell me, in your own definition, in your own mind, uh, it doesn't have to be right, wrong, we are not psychologists. Okay. okay? Mm -hmm. What empathy is, how empathy can be used or, or how the people side of it, how it can be used, how it is used, and can you give me some examples of that? Empathy is two things. One is how aware are you of yourself, right? self-awareness. And secondly, how aware are you of person, uh, your social network, right, of the people. Are you able to understand that? I, I've done a few courses in empathy and emotional intelligence. So, I mean, so the understanding is a little better. So are you able to understand uh, what you're feeling right now, are you aware that if you're, for example, there's the customer has got some issue with the product, right? And the customer is really upset. Now, one is, I mean, because you're not able to take that, the customer is actually lashing out at you, right? I mean, the customer success manager in all its glory and in all its thing, you're the person whom the customer appreciates. The, uh, the first and you're the person who's bearing the brunt of it too right when something goes wrong so you have to understand when you understand someone else's feelings without actually reacting to it right mm. i mean you put yourself in their shoes in simple terms right why why is that person behaving like that at the same time you understand your feelings and say yes i it is i'm upset right now but then this is stemming from the fact because that person is upset so why is that person upset? 
am I able to understand that and translate it to my internal teams, right? Instead of just letting that customers upset, so customers lashing out at me and I am doing the same thing to my internal teams. So that's not going to help. At the same time, if there are times when the internal teams are also under a lot of uh, pressure and sometimes uh, customers not always right, right. Sometimes there are uh, times that you have to go back and explain to them. So you have to empathize with your internal teams too. Okay. So self-awareness and social skills both matter. That's a very good education, at least for me. Thanks for that. Thank you. Um, most of the Indian companies are service companies. Of course, now there are a lot of unicorns that are coming in, product companies that are coming in, but majority of them are services companies. Do you think the same kind of a service customer success department or a manager would be applicable for a services company? What are your thoughts on that? See, one is primarily I've worked with more SaaS-based companies or companies which are like training services, offer training services, not necessarily totally SaaS. So, but if you ask me in terms of say like today's ITS companies, the, the, the definition of the role or the exact designation may not be a customer success manager. They may be doing things in, in parts, right? Like in uh, very large organizations for extremely large customers, they have what's called as a business relationship manager who manages other than your, your delivery manager, your program manager manages the entire either project or number of projects. And this relationship manager is actually managing the relationship. Is it necessarily in the context of customer success? No, no probably no. But it would definitely help because if you go by the very definition of customer success, right? Uh, is your, uh, are you helping the customer achieve those business objectives with your uh, product or service? So I think there will come a time today with all these things moving to the cloud, right? Everything, all this also started because it moved to the cloud. So we will be there. Yeah. And also most of the services companies that I know of, they also are moving into a productized services. Right. So when exactly. you're bringing in that productized services, yeah. you need to bring in that customer success. And then exactly. probably that's a bridge to the higher services that you might have. Yes. But then they need to bring in that customer services to use that particular product as such. Yes. So I think, I think it, it makes sense, everything that you're talking about. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me about customer success manager and what their roles are and everything. To all my guests, I asked three rapid fire questions. Okay. Okay. So here it Do goes. Do I get a hamper, Joseph? <laughs> <laughs> you, will, you will get a Rameshwaram cafe. Masala <laughs> dosa. Sure. Yeah. What's the kindest thing someone has done for you? Someone has done for me? Okay. Yeah. I, can, I can probably say it's the children that I, I do a lot. I do go to a government school on Saturdays. So a couple of months back, I distributed sweets for my birthday. I mean, I was not able to go, so a friend had to go. And uh, the next week, the children came back and said, we want to buy you a gift, right? I mean, so that's the kind, I think that's uh, a very kind gesture by these kids. They're in a government school, so that's, Thank you. For me, that's the kindest, yeah. Okay. I know the answer was not rapid, but. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is about leadership. Mm -hmm. In that sense, can you please share what do you think as the best leadership quality mm -hmm. and who has manifested it in your life? Okay. See, there's, again, empathy is something I think is a very, very key leadership skill today. I mean, there's a lot more talk about it. 
and uh, there is i don't know if the person will want to be named but he's one of my ex colleagues who's also been my my manager in one of the companies so uh, i'd not like to mention his name but is the epitome of a leader like how a leader is not a noun it's a verb like how ravi venkateshan says but he is the epitome of being a leader can you expand on that particular thing that you talk about leadership is a verb can can you expand on this sure being a leader is not a position or authority today right like how we traditionally perceive it you are the ceo of a company or you have you are the vp of a company or a leader right today leadership is when when you as an individual take those actions of being a leader of helping people leading people right influencing people and expressing those leadership qualities in you so that is what i mean by action Thank so you. you don't need a position to be a leader leader okay fantastic well, uh, finally kavita what is the definition of living a good life joseph that is i think to each one it's a different one but to me if you ask me what's the definition it's like doing what you love not necessarily that it has to be a paying one but i mean again for me a good life is when you're able to touch other people's lives right make a difference in the lives of other people that's a fantastic place to end this conversation thank you so much kavita for taking the time for me it's a sunday that we are recording mm-hmm. the kindest thing is on a sunday when you could be relaxing and we could be spending time with your family you chose to spend time here answering my questions probably that's the kindest thing that you could do to me so thank you so much kavita thank you joseph really enjoyed it hope it was useful thanks bye hope you enjoyed our conversation can i request you to share the key takeaways from this particular conversation if you like the conversation please share the podcast with other fellow business leaders thank you have a life of wins